Congratulations, you found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and Nicole Shaded. Also featuring book nerd, Jessica Butcher. And special guest, Alyssa Mann, the queen of romance. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time, they are three book girls. So speaking of social media, yeah. there was some interesting <laughs> articles on Facebook, <laughs> like always. See, uh, during the week, Vani and I have this little routine that we go through. Because we don't see each other as often as we used to. We used to work at the library together on Wednesday nights, but now Vani works too late, so she's not able to come, so we don't do that anymore. So I've gotten into the habit of sending her instant messages of all the weird articles I come across throughout <laughs> the week. And there was one that she sent me that said that doctors are advising people not to put lush bath bombs up their vaginas. What mm-hmm. is putting them there. Why? How Why the, would you even do that? Also, the that? ones from Lush are huge. So yeah, what yeah. are you doing? They're like a softball. Yeah. yeah. No. They're, I mean, there's the ones that like, like you have could rings throw and them stuff. and hurt somebody. The ones that we they showed in the picture, one was a peach and one was the eggplant. Now, I can kind of get the eggplant. <laughs> I'm or, sorry. And but for I those have, of you in Europe, it's an aubergine. I have never walked through the vegetable section of Walmart, saw an eggplant, then, <laughs> hmm, where can I stick that? <laughs> Never. Oh, why not? It's the right <laughs> shape, sort it's of. It's huge. Well, yeah. Good Lord. Hey, if you I were... Mean, but it's, it's the closest to a penis shape you can get in emojis on your phone. Which oh, is, yeah. Okay. That's very true. Okay. <laughs> it's emoji-driven. Which is why it's happened. All I can, <laughs> yeah, all I, I know what the eggplant means on emojis. Is that scene in Just Go With It where like it's... Uh, Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, the guy picks the mango up with his butthole or whatever no. it is. That's all I can think of right now. Yes, that was so That's funny. That's all I can think of. Oh my God. That picks was great. a mango up with his butthole? I think it's Wait, a well, mango. I mean, it's it oh, like, you know, oh, he yeah. like re- He like gets down and picks it up. With he's, his ass. He's such a good film. That was a good film. I can't believe those two sentences came back. <laughs> They're not even being sarcastic. It's hysterical. Oh, Jennifer Aniston. Such Anderson. a good film. <laughs> but I just don't understand the <sighs> obsession with genitalia nowadays. Because there was also another article about people who are glitterifying their dog's testicles. Wait, but oh, no, really. I thought you were going to say um, their vagina, which is a thing. What? So they're buying your vagina? Yeah, it's a thing. Have oh. you never heard of vajazzling ever? No. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are like at least six years say, behind. I was at Target the other day, mm-hmm. and I was in the, the clothes section, and they have this cute little table that has like bath bombs and bath salts, and then it has this big-ass tube of silver body glitter paint. Like Are we to make back you metal. to body glitter? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, well, think about this with the dogs, though. I w- uh, the more I thought about this, okay, so say that you your dog's balls are hanging unsightly. Sure. So you just get yourself some of that liquid glitter and you just put it on his balls. I feel like that would be and then And wait, wait, I'm not done yet. <laughs> so then he licks said balls. No. And it's easier to pick up the boot. Because it's glittery. I'm just saying, you could even do it at night. Just use a flashlight. 
If it doesn't make it any better that they're unsightly, I feel like it would just draw attack, like attention to the fact yeah. that they're, yeah. no. they're like metallic silver testicles. You yeah. know, that's kind of like yeah. when people yeah. thought that it would be really cool to hang testicles off the back of your truck. But that's where I was going next. The kind of guys <laughs> who liked that would probably be the ones to glitterize their dogs' true. balls. That's Besides, who do you know who has dogs with balls anymore? They take them off. I have a girl dog. I don't know. Yeah, me too. I have a girl our, dog. Our pit bull has his still, but well, ask your dad you if he'd be willing to glitterify. Balls? No, that's really weird. Glitterify <laughs> his balls so <laughs> he can look all purdy. He's already pretty. But that whole ba- I don't know. The, we were talking about people putting things up there. Yeah, or what it's was the Paltrow's fault? Yeah, yeah the she was like, stick some jade eggs up there, and now people are like, what else can I do? What, what else can, can I, I put in there? there? Yeah, I feel like that's a really quick way to get like a UTI or yeast infection. So yeah. so quickly, yeah. yeah, such a bad plan. Well, can you imagine the fizzing? Mm. Oh, <laughs> you look like <laughs> your <laughs> vagina had rabies or something. <laughs> She's moving at the mouth. <laughs> Oh, no, that's not, not her mouth. Not that mouth. It is lips, though. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is what we do during the week. Can you imagine sitting at your desk and getting an instant message like that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the things that go through my mind. Oh, my God. And the book that I was listening to today is... To be fair, a nonfiction book. Me reading oh. a nonfiction. This is actually my second nonfiction book in a week. Wow. Wait, I'm, do you also not like nonfiction? I don't like nonfiction. Huh. But this particular book, I'm going to review the first one I read next week because I already said I was going to review a different book this week. So I have to fair. do that. But um, <laughs> Mary Roach is the author. Why and does the that one, ring a bell? Because it, it's really fucking awesome. That's why. Um, the, the one that I'm reading now is called Gulp and it's about basically the mouth all the way through to the other end. And I'm almost done with the book. So we're at the other end. Mm -hmm. One of the things that she tells us about in this book is an ass violin. An anal violin. Anal violin. Anal violin. And I'm like, really? Does that exist? So as soon as we got here to do the podcast, I Googled it, looked it up. And it's a thing. It's actually been a thing for centuries. Yeah, for a long time. Anal. Yeah. It's got like a um, rock ball that you stick up your ass and then it's it's got a cat gut attached to it. So you you stick it up there and then you use a violin bow bow to... To make it to vibrate. play on it to make it vibrate so that the ball in the vibrates ass. inside the anus. What the? F- it, uh, it's, in this book. The, it's in this book I'm reading. It's right, a real you lost thing. Me. I'm, it's really hard to lose me, and I'm gone now. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> but I just wanted to let you know why we were there in the I'm first place. Like choke flashbacks when you said gulp. I was like, oh god. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, I've learned some really interesting things from this book. Next week, I'm going to review a different book by Mary Roach. So. That's where my grossness came from this week. Oh, that's how I know Mary Roach. So I was actually assigned one of her books for my human sexual behavior class in college. Which one? <laughs> um, Is it one with a microscope on the front? No. Uh, Bonk, The Curious Coupling yes. of Science and Sex. I'm going to read that next week. Did that week. one have... Well, I had to read it as an assignment, so... 
Well, I'm reading it for the Valentine's Day episode. Don't ruin it for Are me. You really? Yes. Oh crap! It Valentine's. Like, I need it. I need a raunchy book. I'm it's trying almost to Valentine's. myself, so I'm trying to figure out something really excellent to read. Oh, I can't imagine you out filthing yourself. I'm excited now. Yeah. Well, that one I reviewed a couple of weeks ago, where I was like, this is the filthiest thing I've ever read. I really want to one up myself. <laughs> I have that checked I'm out right now. I'm thinking I can do it with the same author, but we'll see. Okay. Yeah, I've got some feelers we out. we got to have something to look forward to I mean, for Valentine's Day. I mean, if you need recommendations, Day. I have so many things I have read or haven't read, and I'm just like, read that. <laughs> I, there, I'm going to need one because I don't have... I can give you a physical okay. book because I... My house is covered in romance novels. I need a raunchy one. Got to be sexual. Yeah. Boy, we got some sexual books coming up for Valentine's Day. Woo! Speaking of sexual books, in romance land, we have some bad news. Oh, no. Uh E.L. James, (gasps) the author of the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy, is coming out with a new book. We know. (laughs) We're all disgusted by that news. I'm not excited about it. Because hey, he, maybe she got better. No, because I read the like four paragraph excerpt and I was like, this isn't an improvement. Oh. And also, I'm gonna have to read it. Oh no. Because I have it's to. terrible. You have to read it. I have it. to. Alyssa's compelled I was to like, read this things is maybe she hates. It's gonna be worse. Oh no. Maybe to. you should keep a diary as you go. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> you could write write your thoughts on the way through. Just Page one. Probably just live tweet it. The, the fuck. fuck. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why the fuck? How the fuck? Crib notes. <laughs> this is poorly written still. Well, we could talk about some books that are not poorly written. That's a do good you idea. have anything that's not poorly written on your docket today, Ms. Alyssa? <laughs> yes, I do. Well, why don't we go there? I get to go first. You get today. to go first. Oh. You're in the you're in the hot seat I've for first. I've never gone first today. Yeah. We have our microphones arranged differently. Vonnie's Yeah, that's because I'm the bad kid in class and I didn't do my homework this week. To be so. fair, she is moving. She's moving. And so she's got a lot going on. Hey, you get a gold star just for showing up today. Yeah. Well, moving and I've worked until seven or eight o'clock every night this week. Oh my god. And gone in a half an hour early every day. So Didn't my you tell time me on Saturday that like this was almost over. Yeah. Was it just a lie to yourself? That's a yeah. yeah it was a lie to myself. It's month end, right? Yeah, it's yeah. month end. Yeah. Which means good. I have to get up and go to work tomorrow before, before she can move. I can move. So I'm gonna get up and go to work at seven AM and work from seven AM to twelve so that I can get home by the time Martha and Tyler gets there. With the pickup. With the pickup truck. To move my stuff. Oh, so buddy. I'm going to sleep next week. <laughs> That's the spirit. <sighs> and I don't care if I'm rummaging through boxes for a month. Well, but that explains why, Miss Alyssa, you get to go first. Do I get to go first? You're usurping yeah, her That was authority. a very long explanation <laughs> of why you were going first. <laughs> so, sorry, I got to pull it back up. <clears throat> So this week I am reading While the Duke Was Sleeping by Sophie Jordan. I picked this book specifically because of the title, because this is a reworking of my favorite romantic comedy of all time, While You Were Sleeping, starring Sandra Bullock and Bill Pullman. I love that movie. It's my favorite romantic comedy. A reworking. And so this is a reworking of it as a historical romance. I didn't even read the description. I was like, that 
I'm going to love it. It's going to be great. This is mine. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. Um, so, well, so it is a reworking of while you were sleeping. It's not exactly the same, but it's really close. So we start out and Poppy is a young woman who works in a florist shop. She, oh, how appropriate. She has a flower name and she works in a flower shop. I did not put that together until oh. you said that out loud. Okay, sorry. And I literally finished this book two hours ago. <laughs> it didn't occur to me at all. Oh, so sorry. So Poppy has a flower name and works in a flower shop. <laughs> I didn't so realize time that until now. Two-year-olds that I automatically pictured like a two-inch troll. Like Poppy the Troll. Yeah, Princess yeah. Poppy. No, this is an adult. God, I need an adult <laughs> conversation. Real with. Person. Did she have pink hair? No, Was it kind got, of fluffy? She's got normal hair. <laughs> so uh, she works in a flower shop and um, she is making money to support herself and her younger sister because their parents died a few years back. Um, they didn't grow up super poor. Her parents were like, local gentry like they weren't like what you would consider peasants but also they weren't you know like dukes and duchesses and stuff so what could be middle class yeah like middle classish but so when their dad died um they realized he didn't really have a lot of money left and what did what was left over went to a relative because neither of them are men and that's how the world worked then which sucks It fucking sucks. So they went to the Grand City of London and, you know, they're scraping by and they're doing okay. But so every single day, this Duke comes into the flower shop and he buys flowers for an assortment of people. Sometimes it's his mistresses. Sometimes it's for his sister. Sometimes it's for his mother. But he always comes in and, like, picks them himself. And he's super hot. That's not what they say in the book. But... But that's your explanation. <laughs> to the point. He's super hot. She's like, wow, he's like fairly thoughtful and all of that. And so, um, but one day she has to follow him out of the shop because he's like left something on the counter. And so as he dropped she- his handkerchief. <laughs> I don't. Sorry. Why are you like this? I was just being a shit. I'm sorry. This go is ahead. why I can't tell things in order. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So he's like left something behind. And so she like goes after him and she's and like she comes outside to see him just slugging someone in the face. Oh, and she was like, what's going on? Well, this other dude immediately slugs him in the face back. And so they're like having this fight just like that's called fisticuffs. Yeah. um, Like adjacent to the street and. She's like, what should I do? What's going on? And so the fight like kind of breaks up. But then um, the Duke, he's kind of just laying in the street. I'm not saying his name specifically because he's the Duke of something and I can't say it. Gotcha. (laughs) So it's just going to be the Duke. (laughs) The Duke of the rest of the story. (laughs) Okay. Because I don't know how to say it. I'm not going to try. So he's like laying in the road, like trying to sort himself out and he doesn't see that a carriage is coming, kind of like how in the movie, the L is coming. (laughs) And so she runs to shove him out of the way. Well, then she's kind of in the way. And so this other dude shoves her out of the way. So on the Duke's 
way down because she's like shoved him away and into the ground. Um, he hits his head and he has fallen into a coma. Oh, and back dear. then, um, I mean, it's not great in the film, but back then, I mean, a coma was like, probably you're going to die. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, you're not dead, but you're not alive. We don't know what to do for you here. It's not like you can hook him up to an IV. No, yeah, they can't to hook feed him, him or anything. To. Yeah, so that's bad. Um, so she accompanies him to his house, but then the dude he was in a fight with also accompanies them because as it turns out, it's his brother. Oh, dear. And he's an illegitimate brother, to be fair, but it's still his brother. And mm. so, um, and by Quince, who is also... Um, the dude who pushed Poppy out of the way. And he was like, what are you doing? You're such an idiot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and so they get to the house. And um, once, like, the doctor's left and stuff, she's, like, trying to settle him in. And, like, in the movie, she, like, whispers, I was going to marry you or something. Like, just talking right. to herself. right. But a housekeeper overhears her, and then when his family arrives, because they've been alerted that something happened, she tells them that they're engaged. Oh, and it no. goes from there. But the there are things I like about it more in this book than I did the movie, and there are things about the movie I liked better. So in this book, um, the brother, who obviously she's going to fall in love with because he's the Bill Pullman of the story. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you? Um they meet immediately. So he's the first person she meets. So it's not like, who are you? What are you doing? Like all of that. They already have met each other and their relationship is a lot more cantankerous because he just flat out like does not believe her. It's like, you're not engaged to my brother. Right. He's a dick. He's a <laughs> snobby dick. <laughs> he was like, it's not that you're bad. He's like, but he, he would never marry someone like you. Like, it's not like, because he sucks. Like, in the film, it's kind of like, Peter is kind of, he's not a great dude. He's kind of a douchebag, but, like, he's not the worst person in he's the world. He's not the worst douchebag we've right. ever met. Because, like, they're really up in arms because they're like, you are you are, like, in love with a married woman. And, like, I mean, that's bad, but, like, I mean, he's in love with her, at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? So, but in this, um, the Duke is definitely more painted to be a negative character. And you don't learn as much about him in this. So it's easier to dislike him. And there was just a lot more development of the brother and Poppy's relationship. I also can't say his name. I liked this book so much and I wanted to review it. But then also I can't say anyone's name. <laughs> but a, you know what? I his never... is a Scottish name and it's like... A weird one I hadn't encountered before, and I was mm. like, oh, "See, I have issues remembering names." Oh, I know, and I can see it in my head. So I don't ever <laughs> say the names. Really, on this podcast, all we're concerned about is should we read the book you, or not? Yes. <laughs> um, but I really liked like the development of because in the movie, I mean, it's wonderful and perfect. Don't get me wrong, but like they have seven encounters, maybe total. Right. This this whole thing is they're with each other all the time. You get to see like their relationship. Her play and the out. brother? Yeah. Okay. Like play out and develop. Mm-hmm. Like it's like these people are actually like getting to know each other. And because it's a book, you can see their inner thoughts as opposed to a movie where you're like, they're falling in love with each other. But what are they thinking? Right. Who knows? That's why we love books better. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
but we're not going to cut down while you were sleeping because it's a great film. It is. Exactly. And it's not based off a book. So. No. Some of it I didn't like as much. It wasn't as, when I got into it, I expected it to be, um, it's a really light and fluffy movie and it makes you feel good inside. And this book was good, but it wasn't like a light and fluffy book like I thought mm. it was going to be. Mm. It was a little darker, uh, but I still really liked it. So I recommend it. Whether you've, if you haven't seen While You Were Sleeping, the whole thing is going to be a great surprise for you. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> if you have, it's a great retelling of a great romantic comedy. So that was While the Duke Was Sleeping by Sophie Jordan. Very nice. Mm, awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I did not do my homework this week. <laughs> I was going to say, Bonnie, I'm skipping you. I have been reading, to be fair. You just can't review it. It's stuff that we've already reviewed. Like, uh, I'm I'm rereading that book, You. Did you actually read You? She, I did. She reviewed I, it the first time. Right. I reviewed it a couple years ago. when you're done? Because I really liked the series. <laughs> yeah, except I haven't. It's on audio. From Never the library. Mind. Sorry. I'll borrow it from the library then. Because okay. I watched the whole show in a weekend. Um, well, that's why I'm reading it. I'm reading it because I want to watch the Netflix series so and I want to read the second one, Hidden Bodies, that came out. I'm pretty sure that's the second no. one. Mm-mm. That came out a long, long time ago. Did Hidden that come, Bodies. I thought that was the second one to you. I don't think so. Anyways. Let me look it up. So I'm reading it again. Oh. And I reread Carter and Lovecraft so I could read the second one. And I reread... Um, before we were yours so that we could do it on the live podcast yeah. last week, which that was a week ago, but still it counts. No, I got it. it. Cause I was going to like, I was like, oh, you read this or this that I was like, it last is a week sequel. derailed me. Yeah. See, oh. I thought it was a sequel. Maybe I'm thinking about something. I'm, I'm thinking about a different book. So Sorry. I've been rereading stuff. And plus I want to read an actual book book because I have one at home that um, somebody sent us and I really want to read it. Mm-hmm. And I just haven't had time. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm not reviewing anything. I have been reading. We know so you have. So don't judge me. We would never. It's just, I, I've been doing audio and I've been rereading stuff. Anytime somebody has to reread the first two in the series before she can get to the third, we know sometimes <laughs> she's going to have an issue getting stuff mm-hmm. done. <laughs> and I do do that. Yes, every she single does. Time. Every single time. Just heaven forbid it's review. a Ken Follett novel because that's a six month undertaking. And I reread every Jeez. single one of the Ken Follett books. I know you did. So that I could read the second, the next one. That's so much time. Yes. I have, oh my God. I have read all of those series twice. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Like 90 hours worth of book. Yeah. I didn't just finish to get to the, the book I said I was going to Just to get to the next one. <laughs> just to get to the fourth book. All right. Well, let's get to our next lovely redhead. Okay. <laughs> you guys kind of have similar hair colors. I never noticed it when you weren't sitting next to each other. Well, mine's dyed, to be fair. <laughs> so? This is called um, Acorn. Acorn? Acorn by Garnier. <laughs> Acorn or egg corn? Acorn. 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 I said acorn, sorry. <laughs> Dude, I was like, that's, her, that's what I heard too when I was You like, know, like the nut that I'm falls off dumb. the tree. That's her New York accent <laughs> coming acorn. out. Acorn. It is. Acorn. Okay. Well, I didn't finish the book that I said I was going to review. All but right. I finished the audiobook that I was listening to. <laughs> so All right. I was going to read this really good nonfiction book that I'm reading. That was one of my okay. 
things, but I haven't finished it, so I'm not going to review it. Okay. I'm going to review The Air Affair by Jasper Ford. <gasps> I was just looking at that today thinking, I really need to listen to That's the audio of that. I have a copy of that on this. my shelf and I've never finished it because I started reading it and I didn't know what all the references were to because I hadn't read the books that were in it. Yes. It does have a lot of literary things. So it's set in like a alternate reality. It's 1985 in London. Literature is abnormally important to these people, which is cool and hilarious. But like there are a lot of like they reference Shakespeare a lot. They reference like Milton Mm. in his poetry. It really makes you feel stupid if you're not well read. If you're not like stupid. (laughs) Well, Well, like some of it's a lot of it's poetry and I don't read very much poetry. So I was like, what is this? You have to stop and look everything up. Yeah, I, I think I could do it now. I started reading this book because I saw a book while I was at the library studying. Like one of the ones they have turned facing outward all cool. Mm-hmm. And it was the woman who died a lot. And I was like, oh, I'm going to put that on my list. And I went and got it at the library. It finally came in and it's book number seven yep. in this series. And I was like, Tuesday, huh. Tuesday, Thursday next, Thursday is, next. is the main character's name, which so, I thought was really a cool name. Yep. It's pretty cool because she was born on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and her Thursday mo- next. Her mother's name was Wednesday, but she was born on a Monday. <laughs> there's like a whole yes it's, it's um, one of those books like jessica and i like it's, it's kind of silly but it's interesting um so like i said it's a different reality kind of thing it's 1985 um time travel is a thing uh cloning is a thing she has a pet dodo that she's cloned <laughs> named pitwick i think and then um and like i said the literature is just abnormally important to these people they like get in fights over their interpretations of things and it's just kind of ridiculous. Like, what are they? Oh, it's somewhere. Like this. Melissa's <laughs> look at her. It's like if feuding academic papers fought each other. Exactly. Yeah, so excited to hear this. It's yes. like, oh my god. Uh, there's like she talks about there's like what's it called? Surrealists and impressionists like riot in the streets because it's just hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. It, it makes me think of Alice in Wonderland for some reason. It's, I don't know why. <laughs> it's like books, like fighting each other yes. kind of thing. It's kind of silly. So um, the main character, her name is Thursday Next, and she's a special ops operative. And they're like all these different branches of special ops. She's 27. And you don't know what any of the other ones do. And it's just kind of silly. Um, but she's a literotech. So she's in charge of all of the um, <laughs> like fakes. Fake news? Yeah, like fake <laughs> books. Like people will come up and be like, mm-hmm. this is a original Fraud. Shakespeare that he that never was published or found until now. I'm going to sell it for this much money. And they're like, no. Or <laughs> they protect manuscripts. And so one of the first things that happens in the book is that um, a Chuzzlewit original manuscript is stolen. And she's, a, she's um, 27. She's one of like the less important divisions of special ops. And these people from Special Ops 5 come and they're like, hey, do you know Acheron Hades? And like they're trying to find Acheron Hades. This whole thing happens with why he stole the Chuzzlewit manuscript. And a lot of people die. This is like how the book opens. A lot of people die in their pursuit of Acheron Hades. And she's kind of the only survivor and left kind of with the blame. So she takes a post in Swindon, which is her hometown. And... Hades isn't dead and there's a lot going on. But she goes back to her hometown and she meets up with her uncle Mycroft, who I think might actually be my favorite character. Mycroft is uh, is <laughs> Sherlock's brother. Yes. Yeah. Um, her uncle Mycroft is an inventor and he invented bookworms. It's the, so interesting. He like 
tears up a piece of paper and sticks it in there with a word on it. And then the worm starts saying like synonyms for everything <laughs> the word that he put in. You need that. I need, need one of those. Yes. yes. But then he uses the bookworms to create the prose portal, which is like you can go into the book. Doesn't every bookworm want to go into the book? Yep. This seriously makes me think of Alice in Wonderland. I know. Yeah. I know. And the um the little uh, caterpillar that like smoked out yes. words. <laughs> On his hookah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like fighting books. and Yeah. Um, it's interesting. So, and her uncle and aunt get kidnapped for this and they take the original manuscript and go in and change something and it changes it in all of the other copies of the book. So they're trying to track down this mastermind who's defacing literature. <laughs> it's fascinating. It's so interesting because it's like sci-fi meets a spy novel because she's a spy and uh, meets fantasy fantasy meets literature because there's so much literature in it. Yes. And it's just um, exciting and kind of interesting. And you should do it on audio because the narrator is amazing. See, that's when I... I actually mm-hmm. bought the book when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I actually have a first edition copy of that mm-hmm. first book. Because I bought it because the cover was so cool. Mm-hmm. And I was having a really hard time focusing on it at that time because I didn't recognize any of the literary references mm-hmm. because I wasn't as well read as I am now. And I just looked at it today <laughs> and saw that there was an audio at the library. So I'm like... I'm mm-hmm. totally going to read that now mm-hmm. on audio. The And that was, so when I realized that I was had started the seventh book in the series. Then you had I, to go back and do number one. I had to go back and do number one. But like if I hadn't loved the narrator, because I got through the first couple of chapters. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell? I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> and so then I looked and I was like, oh, oh. but I love the voice. And I was like, I just want to go. Start from the beginning. I could probably listen to this voice for forever. Do you remember who the narrator is on it? Um, no. Bye bye. I could find it. I still have it. There are some really, really good narrators out there that really deserve to be recognized. Mm-hmm. Just saying. There was well, a whole book riot article about narrators. I was telling you about one that I liked the narrator just the other day. Do you There's rem- a whole series of books ago. I read way farther than I thought I ever was going to just because of the dude who narrates them. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Jim Dale is my favorite. Say. I still haven't found anybody I love as much as him. But I was do... that the Harry Potter dude? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was um, it Susan Durden? Maybe I don't. It doesn't say. That's what the internet says. Okay, it might Audible. Be. Okay, yeah. but it looks like they're they've got like there are some for different countries. Like someone else narrates like the one from like Australian Audible. Hmm. Oh, that's mm. odd. Yeah. So it's probably Susan Durden, but it could be someone else. Okay, so give us the title and artist again. Um, The Air Affair by Jasper Ford. F-F-O-R-D-E. Okay. (laughs) I'm definitely going to listen to that again. It's really good. moving up the list now. Yes. Like I said, it's just, it's so many, and I looked it up on Goodreads to see like what other people thought Mm -hmm. about it, because I always do that. And there are really people who gave it five stars on these crazy, like astronomically great reviews. And then there are people who are like, Nope. One star, what the fuck. <laughs> Love it or hate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and it's kind of silly, like uh, sort of like space opera and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of like bounces around a little bit. Not bounces around, but it's like, and it says things that are like ridiculous, like they're normal. 
but it's really really good and i really enjoy the narrator that's fucking hilarious the random beaver shot that bonnie just sent me (laughs) (laughs) it's actually a beaver with a shot shot. glass in his hand and it says random beaver shot that's hilarious um i wanted to go check facebook real quick because we had a couple of people um wanting us to shout them out trying to get to the podcast but couldn't kayla gorsh i think was her name I do want to say thank you to everybody that showed up to our live event because it was so awesome. Mm -hmm. It was pretty cool. It was great to see everybody. And for those of you who came and couldn't get in because we did have a full house, we're hoping that you will come next time. And yes, there will be a next time. We are going to return to Full Circle Books on May the 4th, as in May the 4th be with you. Actually, that wasn't what we were thinking about when we chose that day, but hey, I'll probably read a space-oriented book to go with it. Why not? Famesies. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica and I will carry the sci-fi trope that night. Trope, is that the right word? I'll bring my basketball team again, too. (laughs) I mean, surely there's some kind of historical fiction about space I can read. Historical fiction in space? Oh, I'm sure we'll find one for you. I don't think there's a romance set in space that I want to read. We could find one. Come on. Not into the alien learning space. I know. Nicole. Robots? No. Nicole. Less into robots. Um, Nicole won't want to do that either. Anything that would be Harrison Ford related? (laughs) But it's not going to. There is no book about Harrison Ford. (laughs) I think there are some about Carrie Fisher, though. I love her. Well, then maybe you could read a Carrie Fisher. Well, you could do a Carrie Fisher then. Maybe. I read a Carrie Fisher. I liked it. Did you read? I read her. I haven't read any of her fiction. I've only read. Um, it was a fiction, but it was based on her life. Was it Postcards from the Edge or the other one? Uh, it might have been Postcards from the Edge. I don't remember. It's the one they made look. into a movie. I'd have to look, but... Um, I read a Wishful Drinking and then the one she published. And it ended up being like right before she died. Was mine Postcards from the Edge? I got it at the book sale last year. So, and it was oh one gosh. of the first audio. Oh, Jessica, I know what I was going to ask you. Did you bring your notebook? I did. Okay. First of all, Kayla, Kayla Gorsh, thanks for uh, watching our Facebook Live. And hopefully you'll, you can come and see us live sometime, even though you're in Iowa. Iowa. We love Iowa. My family in Iowa. I mean, we're talking May. All that corn. Anybody interested in storm chasing? Because it'll bring you right into Oklahoma. Naders. <laughs> we'll probably have to get. We'll probably Jason have to get. Time. We'll probably have to get in a hidey hole during the during the podcast live because we might have some weather. I mean, <laughs> let's not uh, jinx it. Okay, it's beginning. Yeah. Of if we May. say it, it'll happen. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? So Listen. we did have some people in the audience that recommended books, so we wanted to hit on that real quick, Jessica was a good secretary, even though that wasn't her original role. <laughs> she was the only one that had a notebook, and so we made her write down all it's the books that people were... Aww. Oh, yeah, so cute. You got it for me. I know, I love it. <laughs> um, so uh, we had a lot of people who stood up and spoke to us and, and made comments and made suggestions, and we took... Uh, There's an author called Sheldon Russell who's local. Okay, Sheldon Russell. And I think... It's Yard Dog is the book, or mm-hmm. something about Yard Dog. I oh, wrote yeah. down Yard I rem- Dog. Okay, I remember that guy. <laughs> about okay, the, uh, yeah, the one-armed a, a dude policeman with yeah. uh, railroad ties. Ah, but a bunch. Yep. <laughs> and then um, sorry, <laughs> a constellation of vital phenomenon, a fraction of the whole by Steve Toltz. The hate you give, 
was one. Unwind was one that was suggested for you and Kayla. I wrote mm-hmm. that down. Um, and then the declaration was one that Sarah said for you mm-hmm. by Gemma and Mally. But that's all I have. Okay. Excellent. Well, the hate you give, I've already read. Yeah, it was just, yeah. I already did that. But she just liked it and was yeah. suggesting it to everyone, I think. Because mm-hmm. that was Robbie, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep, it was Robbie. Robbie. As if you don't have enough suggestions for books already. Because <laughs> we're going to give you, more. we're going to give you another one now. Yay. Because it's time for my review. Mm-hmm. And remember, Alyssa, when we went to do our video at Full Circle, that when we had lunch that day. Yes. And you found the book that was the same <laughs> title as the one I had the read other a couple Golden of State. Right. The Golden State was the one I read a few weeks back uh-huh. and reviewed. And this one is just Golden, Golden State. State. But like then Gorge? I didn't I didn't realize that this is the same when you were showing you it Warriors, to me. I think killer. <laughs> I did not realize that's the same guy that wrote Underground Airlines that I also reviewed on this podcast and loved it so much. So when I went back and I was watching that video, I realized Oh my gosh, this is Ben H. Winters. I have to read this book. So um, that's what I'm going to review right now. I really loved this on several different levels. But the main thing about this book that was really interesting is it took the common dystopian idea of the world turning stupid and religious. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Just going to get that out of the way right now. Stupid or religious? (laughs) You just gave me a bracelet that's so kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Martha. Yeah. So (laughs) there's a reason you have it and I don't. Um, But what this whole premise is, is that it is illegal to tell lies. Ooh. Yes. The whole government... It's, it's not like Harry <laughs> Potter where you're doing it on your skin. But the the main character is a detective of sorts. But what he does is he can tell when somebody's telling a lie. And you will go to jail and or be exiled for lying. It's really extreme. When they greet each other, they exchange facts. Instead of like saying, hi, how are you? They say the square root of something is such and such, which I can't do because I don't know math. <laughs> Pick an easy one. The I don't... square root of 81 is nine. Well, whatever. <laughs> and then the other person would respond with a different fact. That's how they would greet each other. So it's all fact-based. Everything is fact-based. So what exactly is the truth? I know I've lamented many times, especially in this current environment, how can we let people around us get away with lying all the fucking time? That's all they do is they lie to the TV cameras and then somebody debunks them. So it's like you get confused. You don't know. People create their own truth every day and it's normal and I find it awful. But how far is too far in pursuit of the truth? I mean, going There's, to jail is a little too far. Well, I mean, they actually physically what you're lying about. exile them. Oh, true. If if they go too far. They, hmm. They're actually kicked out of the state. Now, the one thing I did not like about the book, because I thought it was very, very well written and interesting and very thought-provoking in a lot of different ways, and the whole time they were in the Golden State, I loved the book. I was completely compelled. And then the second half of the book, something else happens, and he goes elsewhere, mm-hmm. and that's when he lost me. Oh. 
I don't know. I just wasn't in love with the ending. Does he go to a place where they can tell lies? Well, I'm not going to spoil it oh, because, okay. you know, it's it's like three quarters of the book happens and then, you know, but but stuff. Oh, OK, uh, but the portion of the book, I, I loved the fact that I had never read a book that was quite like this before. You know, I love to do that. If it's something that's super different and super interesting, I think you could have a great conversation about this book. I think this would be a great book to read for an open minded book club, for example. Um, when I say open-minded book club, I'm talking about a book club that doesn't mind reading science fiction or fantasy or dystopian. Because a lot of the book clubs that I have ever been a member of, you know, you have to, you have to, what would you call it, homogenize the choice so that everyone would like reading it. You know what I'm saying? It's one of the reasons I don't like book I've clubs I've never very been much. in a book club because I don't like being told what to do. You see, yeah. that's the other problem. Is I don't like I having to read do. something I don't want to read. <laughs> well, well, I all the do. book club things that I've ever seen, that's all like kind of fluffy books. Yeah, exactly. This, this is what I'm saying. Or, homogenized choices. Or, or if it's like yes. book clubs that like Oprah like books. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not interested in destroying myself once a month for yeah. whatever book this is that's mm-hmm. going to make me examine the human condition. You see, this would be a great. And everyone dies. Yes. And I'm not here for it. So Maybe this like would actually a spark a conversation about the truth, which would be really a cool conversation. I, mean, I think it's interesting. I think this would make a Being really interesting to tell choice. The absolute truth. The absolute truth. There is no lying. You can't lie. Everything is surveilled. There are cameras everywhere. That's you can go back and check. You have to keep receipts from your day that say every single thing that you did and put it in a packet at the end of the day, and the records are all kept. That would just make me not want to talk to anybody. It was a, it was really there. interesting and <laughs> right? just so different. I'm I'm not surprised at all that that this author went there because his first book was so well, it wasn't really his first book. The one I read, which was Underground Airlines, was so good and so thought provoking and so excellent. I'm not surprised that I loved it, which I did. I was just a little e eh about the ending. But that was just me personally. However, I do recommend people read this book because it did start a great conversation in my own mind. And I would love for someone else to read it just so I could talk about it. And I love sharing books like that because I love to talk about deep things. Like, do aliens exist? And, you know, like really deep stuff. Deep stuff so long as it's not emotional. This is not emotional no at all. No kite runner. No. Oh, man. Kite runner's okay. Well, I wouldn't say it's not emotional, because obviously it is. It, it's, it sparks a lot of, a lot of, I don't know, conversations, really. It's not, it doesn't have that weepy quality that you get from things that are... It's like reading Brave New World, or like... Yes, exactly. Like it's, it's that kind of a book. I think it would be a great book for a class, mm-hmm. because you could talk about all of the intricacies of truth and lies and how they fit in with our society and why we need some untruths. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Like the white lies you tell people to not hurt their feelings kind of mm-hmm. thing? Sort of, yeah. I think the truth is pointless without tact. So there you go. I mean, I, I think we could have a really meaningful, deep conversation about that. So if you're interested in it, it's called Golden State. By Ben H. Winters. And I also highly, highly recommend 
the one that I reviewed on this podcast before, and that's Underground Airlines, which was really excellent. I read that one. Yeah, it had a lot of slavery issues and just really, really excellent book. That was a couple of years ago, though, I think. But that was the one that um, wasn't that the one where the states decided whether slavery was legal or illegal. So there were. Yeah, there were three states. Three states had slavery. Yeah, it was legal Mm -hmm. that owned slaves. Yeah. And the rest of the United States, it was illegal. Hmm. Yeah, that was a really good book. I highly recommend that one. And I love this one as well, but for totally different reasons. I especially relish the fact that it was illegal to tell lies. And in my tiny little mind, I was thinking, there are certain political individuals who, in this moment, are in power, who would have a very difficult time in this kind of world. I think a lot of political people would have they a would. very I think hard almost, time in They this would, because their world. own personal truth is not the truth. It's something else. And you have to be honest. You know, I got a new conversation survive. with somebody one time about how one person's truth is not the same as another person's truth. Nope. Yeah. And I told them, I'm like, no, that can't be true because there are some things that are true or they're false. There's some things yeah. that have no yes. gray area. Like, mm-hmm. it's dark outside right now. You can't tell me that it's light outside because that's your truth. That's it exactly right. It's outside a fact now. right now. It's a it's fact. That, like, it's your truth only works with like religion. your emotions or and like your interpersonal relationships. Yeah, but that would be religion. how you feel, not mm-hmm. the truth. They, those are two different things. Yeah. Do not mix them up. Fact is fact. Fact something is fact. you can prove and replicate. A feeling is a feeling. Nine times nine is eighty-one. Um, what Goodreads says about it is a shocking vision from of our future that is one part minority report and one part Chinatown. It's very interesting. This Some, coming month, it's like our Christmas. It's Oklahoma City oh Book Sale Oh my month. God, I can't believe I almost forgot it's to talk about the book month. sale. <laughs> I even it's gave you yeah. an opening that's about the book sale. Sorry. I, I have book sale on the brain and I'll tell you why. Because, okay, we have here in Oklahoma City, the, the Metro Friends of the Library book sale happens at the fairgrounds and they bring all the books, 88,000 books. It's so beautiful. This year. And they're all a dollar for hardcovers and 50 cents for paperbacks. So it's really a good deal. They have a preview sale, which is on Friday. Well, I have this public service show that I do on the radio station and I had the people from the book sale in here on Wednesday. Mm. And I did an interview with them, and she brought me tickets as part of the deal. A whole bunch of tickets, actually. We're going to give some away on our our, uh, Instagram. The thing that I've discovered is that they changed the time when it starts. For years, it's been either 6 or 5.30 in the evening. And we would all get off work as early as we could, and we would go stand in line, and it was all exciting and everything. Well, guess what? It starts at 1 o'clock on Friday this year. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I went to my boss and I said, so um, the day before my birthday, which is actually true, my birthday is on Saturday, that Saturday, the 23rd. I said, could I have the 22nd off from work because I want to go to the book sale? And he said, how about this? How about you just do your entire radio show live from the book sale? I said, you're kidding. He said, no, I'm doing my whole radio show Live from the book sale on that day. That's awesome. That's a I cool know. idea. I know. Hey, plus to Martha's boss. Woo! That's a cool idea. So I'm getting paid to go to the fucking book sale this year. Yes. 
That's very cool. Is it I really know. selfish of me to say I'm excited that it's at one because fewer people will be there, but <laughs> I get off work at 1230 on Fridays? <laughs> well, you Woo! all suck because I still won't be there until like six. I just... Well, you'll just have to give us a list and we'll shop Last year, because my friend won tickets, actually talked about it the first episode I was ever on here. We met you... Like the right week before, before that. Yeah, yep. like the week before that. And I had never been Friday before. So and it's a revelation. It is a revelation to you go early. You don't have to be touching people 100% of the time. Right. They, what it's they do is they, they offer the preview in advance for people who are um, members of the Friends of the Library. And you can actually become a friend of the library for 10 bucks and get into the preview. Luckily, we have friends in high places, and we have tickets. Well, I mean, we also work as volunteer yeah, we're, librarians. Uh, we're out, yeah, so we're, yeah, we, we're, we're volunteer yeah. librarians. So we're we're in the family. Yeah, <laughs> friends and family. You, you, your family. Your family up in here. Norman is also doing a book sale the weekend of Valentine's Day. And, and it used to be they were just doing a books of Valentine's, like like it was just romance, but now they've expanded it to all books. Oh. So, and that's the Friends of the Norman Public Library. So they're having one, I think it's two weeks before. So if you're local, you double your chances. <gasps> oh my God, I clear, love book sales Clear season. out your bookcases, friends, or buy yourself a new one. Yes. Because... They've got the same pricing structure. It's a dollar for a hardback, 50 cents for a paperback. Wow. Very excited. So if if you would like to win tickets and you're local, Mm -hmm. then just keep your eyes on our Instagram and Twitter to win tickets. I think last year we did it on Facebook, but I think it's time to change that shit up. You need to follow us on Twitter and, and Instagram, too, so that you can get in on the deal. Well, last year I think we did people who follow us, too, so... I don't know how. We had a Facebook drawing thing. I think Nicole set it up. Or was it on Nicole's blog? No. no. It was a drawing on the page. It was a drawing, sure. drawing on the Facebook page. That's right. how my roommate won the tickets. <laughs> yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. So you I think. You did win the tickets. Yes. See, yeah. I forgot they about that. They came with like the very first time. I hadn't been on the podcast yet. And then we came to that, and then like the next the very, week, the night the we week, met you, I said, I "I've got tickets. Uh-huh. Go and sign I was up." Like, I'm going to enter, and I entered, and then I was like, "Enter this, so we can go." <laughs> and yeah, her because, roommate ended up winning. And my roommate won, and then we went, and then like the next week, I came on and reviewed my first book. It's my anniversary. It this is month. your anniversary, Alyssa. Happy anniversary Thank from you. Three Book yeah, Girls. Yeah, last week of February, I think, is my anniversary. First time that you were on. Yeah. And it's my birthday, and it's going to be a big party, and we're partying after the book sale. Are we? Yeah, of course. Yes. Maybe we'll try to figure it out and tell way. everybody else where, where our after party is, and we'll all go hang out together after okay. the book sale. Fine. That would be cool. Of course, I'll probably show up for the party, because everybody will be all book sailed out by the time I get there. Y'all get there at 1 o'clock, and I'm going to call up, up your boss. Six. I'm going to call up your boss and say... Um, it's my birthday. Can you give Vani half a day off, please? And for those of you who don't live here, it's okay. You have a library in your area and all libraries need to raise money. Mm-hmm. And in order to raise money, they sell the books they have in excess. And that's why book sales like this exist. So support your local library with all the vigor you have in your body so that we can have a more literary world 
yeah. to leave for our children well, if and I can't grandchildren. make it, I'll just give you 20 bucks and tell you to buy me some books. I mean, you know what my taste is anyways. Yep. She buys you <laughs> all Martha romance novels. I'm so excited about this prospect. We're <laughs> <laughs> all like sci-fi novels. I know. <laughs> She's, they're all me no sci-fi and romance. <laughs> I gave Alyssa $10 to go get some, <laughs> and then I picked out some. So <laughs> it's time for you to expand your reading. <laughs> when you branch it into genre fiction, though, it gets better there because, like, everyone is trying to cram themselves into the fiction section, <laughs> and it's a nightmare. <laughs> and yeah. that's where you get the people with, like, their laundry baskets. On we- then, then they put it I had up. a friend one year who said she saw someone with their recycling bin, like the kind that you put like on your curb. How would they for even them to come fit? get? That's I don't know. That's too Someone much. brought one of those giant plastic wagons the first year I went and I was like, I saw a lady, an That's older lady <laughs> with her, you know, those, the trash cans that sit next to your desk. Yep. They're yes. kind of small, skinny, but they take the tall kitchen bags. Yep. Mm-hmm. She had one of those. Oh, I've seen a couple of those. On a dolly? Like a dolly? So, sort of like a dolly. Girls thinking type ahead. thing. Yeah. I, it's like, it was like, that's what she had on hand. So she grabbed that shit. That's what she brought to the book sale. I bring, it's my <laughs> backpack and a tote bag because I figure I don't need more than that. Like I have a rolling cooler. Don't, you don't a soft, need a soft-sided rolling cooler. They probably hold the same amount, though. Like, yeah. yours just like isn't on your back and in your hands. Mm-hmm. I have your rolling cooler. Still. Oh, that's right. You have my rolling cooler. I got a new one. You better bin. hope that I have it unpacked by the time the book sale comes around. Yeah, because right now it's full of books, my books <laughs> that I'm moving. Books are the worst thing to move. I'm helping my friend move a number one, so she. Uh, we're getting rid of a bunch of old books that she didn't want anymore. And I was helping her make decisions. She had never gone through her books in her entire life. Oh, dear. Got my copy of the dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jessica, we do not want your copy no, of the dinner. No, we don't want it. You could, however, give it to your local library. I could give it to my local library. But they're but so I don't, hard to move. Like, but you don't want to yeah, inflict you know that on anybody told else? Me to do, <laughs> which I did, mm-hmm. is put it, if you have luggage on wheels... Put it in your luggage on wheels, and then you can just wheel it into your apartment. You don't have to carry it. I've never done it like that. I've done, the last time I moved, I did, it was like half of a medium box was books and then light stuff on top. Like pillows. So like basically every single box I had. Was half books? Was half books, half something else. So (laughs) by the end, I was only writing just like what the other stuff was. Because obviously there were books in the bottom because they were in the bottom of every single box. Well, somebody box. told me that. Or act, That's my, so smart. My boss actually told me that because she had just moved not too long ago and she's a book lover. And so she had a lot of books that she had to move. And that's what she did is she put it in her luggage that's on wheels so she could just roll it. That's brilliant. That's uh, okay. Me and, me and Liz are having You got your own, own thing going on over there? I mean, we're going to live so close together. Yeah, I'm going to get jealous. I'm going to start to get jealous. I'm already getting jealous. You're taking my best friend away from me, damn it. I already have a bottle of wine that I'm going to save until I move into the new yes. apartment. Also, have you picked up your keys yet? Yes, today. Mm-hmm. Did I they give you today? an empty pizza box? No. No, so when I moved, they gave me a free pizza. Um, what the fuck? Do that. They didn't do that for me. Buy more books and don't stick things up your vagina. <laughs> That's the moral of the story today, friends. When you're holding a book, you bowl, can't stick anything inappropriate up your vagina. Well, read books in the shower and then maybe you won't focus on the uh, bath bombs up your vagina. 
Or in the tub. Let me say that again. Wait a minute. Read in the shower? What the fuck? <laughs> Vonnie. I said. You, you put it in a Ziploc bag? How the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> you hold it outside the shower curtain. <laughs> Listen. I mean, I, we're laughing, but if that was an option, if there was a way to right. read in the shower, I would be doing it right now. <laughs> you get like one of those music stands and you stand it right upside up. That's outside why you, the shower. Why are you taking such long showers? I was reading. <laughs> Because the hot water that feels would good. kind of be heaven, wouldn't it? I know. I know, because I'm not really a bath person. No, I don't want to sit in the bath. So No, a shower would be, would be awesome. What you need is you need one of those uh, clear um, shower covers that you mm-hmm. could put over top of your book. That you could just slip it in there, you know, before you turn on the shower and seal it. Press and seal. That's what you need. Yeah, but you couldn't turn the pages if you, you press and seal. You need to contact paper yeah, every true. single page. <laughs> <laughs> Especially like when you're like, sick and you're just standing in the shower to like try and clear out your sinuses so that mm-hmm. you can just breathe for like 20 minutes. Well, you have a Kindle. You could Ziploc bag your Kindle like you do your phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There you go. Or like when your back hurts and you just want the hot water to run on your back. Yeah. And you can sit down there and read a book. Mm-hmm. Heaven, I'm in <laughs> heaven. So there you go. <laughs> shower and read your books. Don't lay in the bath and play with your bath bombs. Because that's gross. Don't put anything up in there that doesn't belong up in there. What was that one condition that we read in that article? Uh, vaginosis. Vaginitis. Vaginitis. I'm like, that doesn't sound fun. I don't want vaginitis. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want um, I don't, foaming, foaming vaginitis. I don't know what foaming vaginitis is, but I don't Here's want a little it. tip. If you want your lady parts to smell nice, don't try sticking a bar of soap up there. That's not appropriate. Can't no be soap. good for you. No. No soap. No. You don't spray Lysol up in there. No bath bombs. No. No. No salts. No. You go to the doctor and find out why it smells bad. You're trying to spruce up down there. The jazzle the exterior. <laughs> Leave the interior alone. <laughs> and on that note, I think that's going to do it for Three Book Girls. Can't get enough of Three Book Girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.